param pam param pam. Yeah, let's see what we'll see this week. Good vibes. Good vibes. It's gonna be waiting for my buddy AA Ron. What's up, man? Thanks for joining. I'm 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 doing good. I'm doing kind of sweaty because it's like winter left. Spring is here, so it's like super warm. And I'm waiting. Hey, what's up, everybody? Sup, Leo? Hey, uh. Bon dia. Bon, no, what is it? <laughs> totally massacring my Portuguese. I, I don't speak Portuguese. Obrigado. That's the only thing I, want, I can say. Oh, and che uh, foda. <laughs> That's it. I just say che foda all the time. Oh, the white balance on this is fucking shocking. I know, right? <laughs> fucking iPhones. <mate. laughs> what the fuck is. That's, oh, no. Oh, God. Should we like we never really tried filters like I because I've seen people going on lives with With filters and shit like this. Yeah shit like that. I don't know Well that that answers the question. I can't even have to change it. So. <laughs> There's me just looking with oh my god. How do I get it off? Oh Was that a, a disclosure filter you remember that band? Disclosure, they're really good. Yeah, oh god, how to turn this off? Oh no, what have I done? Oh, fuck face. There you oh, go. Fuck come face. On. <laughs> there we go, turn it off, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, there's like this sort of like, I think, um, lo fi. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna just close the blinds a sec. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, the problem with me is like, I have the, the blinds on my side, so it's really messed up. There we go. Hopefully, that makes me look less like it. That's better. I've got colour in my face. Fuck. I know. I know. What's up, man? Okay, wow. here we go. Welcome to the Sunday Rose Podcast, episode oh, 15. Si I don't know, si what is it? 16? 16, for fuck's sake. Get your shit together, bro. What's I happening? I don't, I'm not obsessed with numbers. Who's yeah, exactly. Who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Oh, well. Do you like my mug? I've become a bit obsessed with, with a movie that just came out recently. I actually saw the story you uploaded, and then I uh, legally downloaded it. It's on Disney Plus, dude. Come on. <laughs> no, I don't have a Disney Plus subscription. I can't, I try to convince my wife to get one, and she's like, "You just want it for the Mandalorian, right?" And I was like, mm. "No, but you want it busted. You want it for your daughter? There's some really cool stuff on there." I I that was my comeback and then she was like oh any more Star Wars shit coming up on this is so much Star Wars shit there's only only fucking Star Wars I was like yeah well they bought them you know Lucas sold it so so, so you downloaded Turning Red yeah right? I haven't I, I haven't watched it yet uh, oh, is you, it like you is it for adults or is it for kids as well would it would, would it be okay for a three-year-old oh know? yeah okay all right cool I mean, it's essentially to kind of sum it up in, in like a short sentence. It's essentially about a girl getting a period, but the period is represented by the this red panda, big panda bear. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That, it's it's a really loose metaphor about a girl becoming a woman. Yeah. But it, it's a good film. There's a lot of um, 
magic and mythology yeah that's that's what we go for it i mean i'm kind of like stuck in the cars trilogy limbo right now like i just we just keep watching them and watching them even though ka-chow <laughs> ka-chow <laughs> even though i gotta admit um number two is the least of my favorite car movies because it's like Number one was great, you know, it's the little car, McQueen does his shit, runs look, around. But seriously though, look how fucking big this is. Dude, that shit is it's fucking massive. Huge. Jesus Christ. I thought it was just going to be a normal, like, souvenir mug. and then I got it and I was like, oh, Well, it is. It's, it's a normal one. Fucking <laughs> massive. <laughs> oh, well, anyway. And I was like, there's no chance I'm going to be having coffee in that because I will just die. Yeah, and next, next thing you know, we're doing the podcast out of the toilet. I mean, yeah. Even though I do know a lot of people who actually... Uh, I don't know about the, the coffee. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know about the live version of the podcast, but I've I've had people telling me like, oh, I heard this yesterday when I was taking the shit. It was like, great. It was like... Oh. And I ended up staying in the boat for like 20 minutes. I'm like, what are you talking about? I stay in the boat for like 30 minutes, like minimum Mate all the time. <laughs> Dude, like, give me a phone. And just take my breath away. <laughs> uh, if it doesn't look like a murder scene in the bog then it's not been a good shit dude if you could, like, <laughs> my dream my dream is this I'm gonna set up the, the bog in my house would have to have some sort of a electricity plug near the actual seat so you can just like you know because I'm pretty sure it happened to a lot of people like you go you just grab you really have to take a shit so you run in the you know, toilet and then you're like 2% battery and it's like oh you, we should invent a toilet roll holder that has an, uh, has a, a battery charger in it, like a oh sweet battery pack, yeah, like a USB thing. No, no, yeah. like a USB. Oh, that'll be that'll be dope, actually. I'm sure it exists. I guarantee. You look on Wish, there'll be like thirty. Don't don't make me Google it. <laughs> By the way, that frog in the background is also absolutely massive. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like it's... a meter tall. <laughs> Is that from a movie as well, or is it like no, that's just, just Build a Bear? That's the frog. Okay, Build a Bear was like, "Hey, we've got frog stuff," and Haley was like, "Yep, oh, I'm yeah. I, I want that." So yeah, got a frog. Oof. Oh, okay. Apparently, uh, USB bogger holders already exist. So, boom, man. There's a bunch on Amazon. There we go. Pixel, pixel with the uh, with the solution. <laughs> that's fine. Quick, let's paste your affiliate link <laughs> in the go, chat. Grab. <laughs> <laughs> Grab your fucking paper holders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, so so here we are on the Sunday um, podcast with... Another... With my new mechanical keyboard. <laughs> yeah, shall, shall we just jump straight into that? Shall we go back to maybe the second or third podcast when some motherfucker was like, can you stop typing on your shitty mechanical keyboard because it sounds like thunder? <laughs> it, does, it does because you're using the fucking what is it the blue switches so they're um, clickety clackety I think they're right? yellow oh, yeah, yeah. well oh yeah the yellow the yellow ones well still they're very um, they're very loud in comparison with this which is this is exactly the same it was just always didn't no, have man. a mouth no 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 your clacks mine mine is a thock mine's mine a thock I've just, I've just put it in the chat there you go mine, yeah me too mine thocks man <laughs> Mine's the set. Mine doesn't click. It's, it's no, no, that's like no, man. Like I don't know. No, mine doesn't that's have a resisting cli click. That's too clickety clackety for my, for my, 
fine, whatever. Uh, whatever. Anyway, let's go back to you complaining about mechanical keyboards, and I'm like, hey, look at these mechanical keyboards, and then the next day you've got a mechanical keyboard. So Fucking kids <laughs> and their mechanical keyboards! Literally within the space of an hour, you looked into mechanical keyboards. You well, l- fell in love with mechanical keyboards. I, I did not really... spent, like, no. what, a thousand euros? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I did spend approximately two hundred euros just because I'm a fucking nun, n- noob. Uh, so, yeah, and and yeah, like this is what happens when you're like an idiot like me, and you have zero self-esteem, and you're a very weak character. So I just get influenced by everything, and yeah, I decided to buy switches. Did, from did the you US. order the 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 escape key, the little computer? Uh, I did that yesterday, actually, because I found it on Amazon Prime. I wanted oh, to send fuck. you. A li- I wanted to send, send you. Send me the link. link. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually got two, so I'm gonna send you one. I actually got two. Just yeah, the other one's for you, actually. But oh. I wanted to sneak away, like to yeah. Anyway, you ruined it now. See, this is no right. I did not fucking ruin it. <laughs> fuck you. This is something that happens around Christmas as well. Like, I'll say something to Taylor, like, oh, I've seen this, it's really awesome. And she's like, oh, fuck you, you've ruined a present now. I'm like, you just didn't have to say anything. <laughs> you didn't have to say that you got it or that you were getting it. Just, well, the, the, the difference between your, your wife and me is like, I don't live in your house to, like, yeah. to kind of like surprise you with it just because you said it. So it's not ruined. But for me, I would have had to ask you for your No, address. it just even has to be on a list. That's it, I've ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, but I actually got two of us, uh, two, because I, I thought about two. Um, they did not have the whole uh, range of the little computer guys, because I think there's like this classic sort of like Mackie, Mac face. Yeah. This is what I got. But on that website, which I couldn't remember for the life of me, and I didn't bother with going back to the to our Discord chat, uh, it had like, I don't know, like 20 more or whatever. Yeah. Like this was like super dope. But anyway, I found it on Amazon Prime. So I was like, fuck it. Ka-ching! <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. And it's like, I I came across it because I was looking for a, what is it? For single keys. Yeah. Like the thing with this keyboard is like, is like these ones mm-hmm. are like a a one mu, like they're just squares. The squares, yeah. if they're they're not one point. There's not they're not oh, one point five right. like yeah, this yeah. ones. They're one. So even when you get the set of keycaps, that's like you're like three key keys, yeah. two keycaps <clears throat> short basically. I've realized anyway. it depends on because there's a difference between I think there's ISO and something else. Um, yeah, and that has to yeah, do with the enter key because the enter key is on some of them is long, but then on on my exactly. one it's it's the normal sort of. Yeah, I think it's like, anyway. Yeah, it's the I think it's the the long the boy. Diff- yeah, it's between the it's basically US and UK or yeah. it's a US and EU version. I think the big one is the US version actually. I think and, the big no, the big one's UK. Or, the big one is UK. Okay, all right. Yeah, the the other way around. Anyway, so uh, yeah. Uh, apart from keyboards, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I did get the trackball mouse, <laughs> and that has been hindering my entire week. 
because I made the mistake of not actually looking into it and just seeing, oh, that looks cool. cool I yeah. was thinking that it was a, a, like a normal mouse, like an optical mouse that you could move that has yeah. a trackball that then you can decide if you want to use the trackball, use the trackball. No, it's just the trackball. So I'm learning exactly <laughs> how to use yeah, the Yeah, you don't time. move it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't move. Like, it's just, it's, but you to only be need fair, to move the ball. It is so, it's really nice. It's, it's different. It's different. It's, 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 different. it's it, I've, I'm still getting used to it. There's a, I wouldn't necessarily say that there's a big learning curve, but you definitely have to get used to not moving your wrist. And yeah, exactly. there's been times where I've been trying to do something, and the connection between my head and my hand has just <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And muscle like, memory is a bitch, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's not even that. For some reason, my hand <laughs> seems to think that I'm using a laptop mouse. So, like, you know, you you've got the trackpad. Oh. So oh. then I'll click to hold and go to drag something into a folder, and I'll start moving my like my finger. Will... Oh. <laughs> so my entire like hand brain coordination has just gone to shit. <laughs> my hand's like, wait, am I using a laptop mouse, a trackball mouse, or a normal mouse? And it's just doing everything. So there's times where I literally just <sighs> stop. I just don't. I, I just <laughs> just the buffer thing comes up. <laughs> Like literally for like five seconds, I'm just like, Wait, oh man, what am I doing? <laughs> I don't know. With me, uh, getting this fucking keeb, you know, to use the lingo as well, it's just like I realized that I should not be getting any more fancy shit. Like yeah. it's it's like my brain. I, I've just become I've just become that that granddad thing. Like I know <laughs> these like five devices and my brain does not have the capacity yeah. to deal with anything new like that's it that's enough like i need my yep. shit like i i think since i got the keyboard i kind of like chunked it away and brought it back up 10 times like i was like fuck this shit i'm gonna use my keyboard i don't need that it's a waste of money and then <laughs> you know <laughs> A fucking working day goes by, I'm like, mm, well, you did spend that money, so I was like, you might as well use it. And I was like, and then Melina's like, um, she fell in love with it because I guess it's the colors and the bling bling. Yeah. So she figured out that she can um, tap the volume button uh, knob thing, and oh, yeah, it, yeah. it starts, stops Spotify, whatever music service you're using. Oh no! And she's like fascinated by it and yeah. of course rgb led like this is yeah like typing stuff and and then the the, the rgb flashes behind it and she's like ooh la la yeah <laughs> like, let's go so yeah she comes and helps daddy with work a lot lately. by mashing the little dial yeah, yeah i just open up a notepad is like smashing the words like that, that like she realized now that if she hits that something happens on the screen which is great uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do I have to like? Well, one thing I guess I can mention, even though I wanted to keep it kind of like a surprise, I guess I can say that. There we go. I guess I can announce that I'm finally revisiting the Pueblo Vista radio app. And I'm hoping that this time. I'm pretty sure this time it's going to be um, a lot better visibly, visually, 
So yeah, with the functions and stuff is going to be pretty much the same, but yeah, there's definitely a lot more planning and shit involved into it. So fingers crossed, maybe in like a few weeks from now, we will do like some sort of like, uh, I don't know, launch party. Should we do like a launch party? Or should oh, we yeah. start like doing announcements everywhere? Big announcements, stay tuned. <laughs> do, do a launch party in the Discord. I'll do like a, a live DJ set from my house. Do it. Launching the <clears> app. <throat> yeah. And anyway. on that note, I'm, I, we're launching a Kiwi Bear Radio app. <laughs> 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 we're not. We're not really. Woohoo! Getting into the app space, yo. Bug yeah! Silicon Valley, bitch! Oh, jeez. Nah. Nah. No, that's cool, though. <clears throat> so, let's, let's jump into... Uh... Do we have nope. any any crazy shit? Like, I don't, I don't know, I've been a bit... Well, I've, I've already heard that, that somebody might be looking forward to your opinion on Disney Mini Lo-Fi. Oh, okay. Alright. Uh... <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, welcome, welcome to the purge, guys. I think this is uh, this is the beginning of the end. To uh, quote uh, a track that I made, that's called exactly like that. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, like, oh, weak joke. Um, no, I think we reached a point in this particular genre that you know is like Disney. Like, there's nothing else I can think of that is more commercial. Like, I won't be surprised if there's uh, Walmart Lo-Fi compilation come up. Like it's it's it makes perfect sense for me. Like I think everybody should jump on this boat. Uh, the shit is like so saturated. Everybody's literally fighting for a place in the smallest dwarf sun I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> really. Um, and this is where uh, the decline starts. Basically, I think I don't think it's going to be as rapid as you know. Uh, we hope it is <laughs> human, human. Well, we definitely hope it is. Yeah, with what I'm saying, like with you know human civilization and stuff, I think it's probably going to take a little while longer. But I think we just reached that point. We're not over the hump just yet, <clears throat> but from now on, it's just going to be uh, balls. Basically, it's just balls. I kind of disagree in a way, though. <clears throat> we let's go. I think we had that peak of like just every dumb brand jumping on lo-fi you know we had this the pepsi live stream we even had the uk conservative party doing a fu fucking dumb lo-fi live stream um i think and i'll be straight up you know as, as a disney stan i'm gonna defend no. them till i die <laughs> no, but in, in all seriousness like yeah. the this compilation is how <laughs> Big brands should do lo-fi compilations if they're going to yeah. if they're going to jump on this scene and make it mainstream. Disney has done it exactly how you should do it. They have found artists that are you know relatively well known within the scene and have collaborated with them on the release. They've not got a random ghost producer that nobody's ever heard of to make to make a bunch of tracks and just farting that out. You know, we, we had that with Pepsi, we had that with, um, kind of even with, uh, I think it was Pure Noise Records, they did two lo-fi um, 
reimaginings of like emo songs that they'd released and they were mostly just from the same two artists that mm. i mean th- this is this isn't to say that they're unpopular but i'd ha- i'd never heard of them in the scene i'd i you know again i'm not exactly saying i'm the lo-fi messiah but <laughs> they they were unfamiliar to me i suppose is what i could say um and they it was just those two artists that remade a bunch of tracks like from like hawthorne heights and stuff and um and that's the only one i can remember uh and they put that out there and it would have been nice for them to have approached people within the scene that you know people like myself because i'm a fan of that stuff not necessarily just focusing on those two artists but where it kind of differs is the that specific compilation that they did two versions of it or two releases that's quite bespoke compared to disney and everyone kind of knows disney so you know it can see where it'd be easier to find artists willing to jump on that i agree with you and then i agree with you um when that thing came out and was announced that with the approach in the sense of like you actually see real artists i don't know if it goes through but the little one's right outside yes. my door and she's like wimping yeah whatever this is we've been doing that for the past two three weeks we're in that phase we just cry our pals out for everything oh the waterfall down <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, does it make you lactate or is that just women <laughs> it makes me prostate um I don't I always spat my fucking drink out then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's definitely like a good approach, like you said. Uh, actually, going or let's say including artists who are very well known and established in the scene because there's yeah. some sort of like brand recognition. There's some likeness, likeness that can be um, used. What's the word I'm looking for? Fuck it. Um, <clears throat> So, which is great, and uh, to my surprise, like I don't know, I've been, I've, I've, I've had these fucking UMG glasses. So, like, I just, <laughs> I just thought it's just like, yeah, fucking Disney. I'm probably gonna go into the to the credits and see like a subdivision of UMG or some shit like that. But apparently, <laughs> um, Disney owns their own record yeah. company, which is which is great. I mean, it makes perfect sense, you know, because there's like uh, Disney Kids and. Uh, all these people that we know, like, you know, Justin, what is it? Um, Justin Timberlake came from Britney Spears. Uh, what's what's well, that? Spider, Spider-Man girl, Zendaya, what's her name? She was like a Disney kid, yeah. Disney star. Um, and she's also like a singer. I think she released music with them. Like, I, I, I went down that hall is what I'm saying, basically. Well, I mean, hall. Disney have, have really deep roots within music. You know, they started off Snow yeah. White musical. You know, essentially exactly. a lot of Disney exactly. classics are all musicals. So they, it would make sense that they have a label they to have kind of protect that music. Exactly, exactly. Uh, which, is, which is really great. I mean, I would die to know how the fuck they got to this. Like, I'm pretty sure um, I would have liked to be like, it made me think like I would have liked to be in that compilation as well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, it's pretty good. Like, I, how should I say? It would be pretty dope for a guy who has kids to be, can be like, oh, it's daddy's music on the mini album. You yeah. know what I mean? From that sense. Um, but again, on the, my, on, on the flip side, it's like, I see that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, uh, it's, Nothing surprises me now at all. Like, like yeah. I said, it could be like there could be like some fucking Walmart lo-fi uh, <laughs> compilation coming out. Fuck it, it's great. As long as it's, I think 
the silver lining for me is that as long as it happens uh, the, the the way that it's supposed to happen, like actually working with artists who are active in the scene rather than some um, random producer with yeah. no following, whatever that does it for the cash grab, and we've seen that with you know Universal. Everything. Yeah, exactly. Or I mean, I'm not even gonna quote Lo-Fi Fruits about it because it's like yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's the kind of like, how should I say, makes it easier for me to not say, oh, Disney wants to cash out on lo-fi. No, because yeah. they actually, you know, use the real artist, whatever they want to do after that. But the, the approach, like you said, I agree with you 100% there. Like the approach was definitely very good. And this is how it should be if you want to approach it properly. I think we're always going to have those cynical views because I've had maybe three or four, I've seen instances where people are using it as a even myself I posted on Twitter I was like oh oh no um, but I, I kind of feel like we, we're all very keen to jump on something and be like oh that oh look at that yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, fuck's yeah, yeah, yeah. but if anything it kind of works to benefit all of us because you know that that disney album is going to introduce people to to those artists you know like evie if someone jumps on it's like oh okay i really like how she remade this track what other stuff does she do makes yeah. that track sees that she's on you know the lo-fi beats spotify editorial listen you know it, it's that um step it step ladder of okay this is what this person does this is where this person is featured and from that it kind of snowballs into people listening to to the wider scene um so as much as i also jumped on the whole like oh no it's gonna get, we're being sold out i kind of then look at it and think well isn't that what we all kind of want rather than sitting here in our little empty rooms sh shouting for no one to hear we now finally have an opportunity for people to hear us through one of the biggest entertainment yeah, companies yeah, in the world yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know half of the scene are just turning around and be like what the fuck is this bullshit well <laughs> everybody's gonna do that in the end of the day it's like i think it has to do with a whole low-key gentrification of something something like it's i don't know there's always i'm a firm believer of evolution yeah and not devolution you know so shit happens for a reason like yeah like every other genre of music i mean i don't know the whole the whole music thing just started from people hitting logs creating rhythm shit like yeah. that and it evolved to what it is now like there's like an abundance of different styles and a variety of instruments ways of producing um there's so much amazing um, di diversity in the field of producers or like people who actually do music because of access to the internet and all these tools and it's not like 30 years ago where you had if you wanted to make a record like even that is like an, an obsolete phrase right now because nobody makes records yeah actively at least or in that in that frequency you had to book a studio and there had to be some engineer and this costed like a fuck ton of money and then the thing was the the, the the vinyl would be released in specific countries depending on your distributor yeah 
you know, we've come a long way as a um, species, I, I'd say. So it's definitely great to see that this shit is going somewhere. So uh, of course, there's going to be people who are going to be more romantic about it and say, oh, fucking, you know, Disney is like fucking appropriating my music and blah, 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 and this and that. I, what I think is going to happen is just because it reaches a such a commercialized and out there in your face platform, things are going to be, uh, or let's say people are going to be more reactive to sensitive matters. Like yeah. somebody saying, um, why didn't Disney choose a black producer for the compilation, for example? Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I didn't check. I, I did check, but I didn't check. You know what I mean? There's definitely yeah. there's there's a woman, Evie's in there, which is great. Or and no, two women actually. Purple Cat is Purple there Cat's as well, there, yeah. so which is great. Um, but you know, I was like, so, there, there will be somebody who's going to say, "Oh, there's no Asians there," or like, "Well, there's no black people there." I was like, oh, sure, okay. So I think instead of like our music or let's say what we do being put on a pedestal or provided with more opportunity along no let's just say this along with the opportunity that will come there's going to be a lot a lot of fucking shit that comes with it yeah <laughs> so in a way i'm kind of like happy i'm not on that compilation you know what i mean like oh yeah whatever so choosing the grumpy side yeah is like the easy way out it's like, oh, yeah, whatever, like, uh, I, I would just say overall for me, um, I, th I think I, I'm positive about this, Yeah. this release. I'm positive about it. Like, I might not agree 100% on it, but like you said, the technicalities were there. Like, uh, it was marketed properly. It was arranged properly. So, you know, I think... If you're listening to this music and you like that music, you must be a fucking, you must be a dick not to like something like that. Yeah. Like, if, you can, like, if you're making it as well. Exactly. Because it's like, it's, I mean, it's Disney, man. Come on. Like, we fucking grew up with that shit. I'm not saying that um, there's going to be lo-fi hip hop on any of their of their, of their movies yet, but who knows? Oh, there might I mean, be, though. I mean, oh, 20, 30 years ago, we couldn't even imagine uh, gay characters or cartoons or people of color or cartoons, like, you know, shit like that. Now you see, like, the diversity, like, you know, you have to yeah. get along with the program, the schedule. It makes perfect sense. So why not? Who knows? Why not? So, no, I think it's, it's great. And it, it definitely is going to provide a lot more... Um, exposure because you know kids love lo-fi yeah it's the <laughs> the most accessible genre both whether you're listening or making it you know yeah. I, yeah, I, so. I suppose i've proven just how accessible it is by uh the past 20 days being able to make two pretty decent beats <laughs> no 20 pretty decent beats in, a, in exactly. an hour exactly so yeah. Though that being said, fucking TikTok, oh my god, I've had two of those um, two of those tracks that I've made, because I've uploaded it to Instagram, TikTok, and I've been putting it on Twitter now. TikTok have muted two of them because of copyright. 
No way. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. the fuck for one, because for the most part, it's all original. Um, I haven't literally just straight up got, okay. I have in a sense of mostly drums. Drums for me is, is, is my weakest part as a, as a, um, well, as a beat maker. So what I generally do is I'll either grab a drum loop and I'll build upon it. So yeah. the, the, the general principle of it is unique, but it, at the end of the day, it's still the same drum pattern. Um, I've not done it for every single one. Uh, today's is original drums and that's why they're very bare and sound a bit flat, but, um, how'd you record them? Did you, did you hit sticks? No, they're, they're still actual sampled sounds, but they're just one shots, not loops. Um, but yeah, uh, on the thirteenth, TikTok muted that one and was like, "You've been muted because you're not allowed to use this audio." And I'm like, "But it's mine." But yeah, but but do they say does TikTok say? Because I, I haven't yeah. had it like. A, do they say what did you copyright then? What, what, it, doesn't the it doesn't say. No, it doesn't oh, exactly. say who. Oh, so it just says, it just says, no, we're taking it down because you cannot use this audio. Yeah, it was like, you can't use this audio. It's been muted because of copyright, but it doesn't say what. (laughs) So, um, and then I was like, fine, whatever, because this has happened before where I released, um, I just did a video of one of my other music and it actually thought that it was Madlib. And I was like, not mad at that comparison, (laughs) but instead of muting it, it just put it on the Madlib page. Oh, okay. So it thought it was that sound just put it on that page anyway um i contacted them and said oh actually that's mine not madlib but appreciate the uh <laughs> appreciate that so but they they corrected that this one i've sent a message to their like reported a problem absolutely nothing so yesterday that one got muted as well i was like fuck I, so I, I mean the end of the day the, the actual video itself proves the whole fucking point right like you you made yeah. this from scratch kind of so, you know, I went to Twitter, a few people have chimed in, um, but uh, Alex Hines was like, have you Shazammed it? And I was like, actually, I haven't. Ta-da. So I, I Shazammed uh, yesterday. Your own music, yes. And <laughs> oh my God, someone had it? used basically the same drum loop. Oh, and it, it got a copyright strike because of that. But weirdly enough, it's actually really, really similar in style as well. So like okay. yesterday was the first time that I've ever really tried to put like slap bass and be a bit funky in, in, a, in yeah. a track. Um, and the track that, that I assume is why it's been copyright striked sounds weirdly similar. And when we shazammed it and then it showed us it with this track and we listened to it, like both me and Haley looked at each other like, what the mm. fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> and I swear I... On record, I haven't. I'd never heard this song before, nor have I ever like. You know how we spoke previously about kind of yeah, about, yeah, from. Exactly, I'd exactly. never heard this before, but apparently, um, me and this other artist had very much uh, made a very very similar. You guys, track. I think you guys just crossed beams there somehow. You crossed the beams. But then the one on the thirteenth, we shazam that, and it literally just picked up a piano chord and was like, "Yep, yeah, this is a a concerto in C from oh, this classical fuck. composer." And I was Get like, oh, for fuck's sake. Get <laughs> so, Get um, yeah, so did, that's did, been really interesting. <laughs> did you try to pitch and reverb it, slow pitch it and reverb oh. it, and re-upload it? This is the thing, like... Yeah. I'm at, the, at this because I've been asked a couple of times whether I'm doing anything with these tracks. 
at yeah. the moment I literally have no plans I'm not putting them anywhere yeah, yeah. they're just in these videos and, and that's that's kind of that I think there are some that I'm going to go and revisit but I'm definitely going to be changing them up a lot more than what I've come and put out with at the moment some of them are so basic and so like um I mean, I mean it's I mean it's <laughs> uncut jacks uncut jacks <laughs> it's uncut jacks <laughs> <laughs> I was just sapping me. I got jobs. No, um, yeah, it's definitely. Uh, they're all very oh. much still work in progress, and yeah. you know, knowing that this less yesterday's one, which one I really liked, got um, flagged. I'm definitely going to have to rework the drums on that one if I want to release it. But yeah, if you, it, if you if you rework them and upload them and still get a copyright sample, I would just tie a noose around my neck and just oh, fall into tabs. Right? Yeah, just I go did, for it. This is the problem, though, isn't it, with um, <laughs> like content ID? Because yeah. if even if you were to listen to the one that I said was kind of eerily similar to yeah. to that other guys or yeah. girl, I don't know. I didn't really look into who they were. They, they, you they. can s- clearly hear that they are two different tracks, similar in style, but two very different tracks. Yeah. And this is where I think like content ID or like AI j- powered like recognition stuff gets yeah, a yeah. bit shit especially yeah, within this scene fucking def- hell forget about it man this is like i mean i've had content that the uh claims for snares so it, it doesn't surprise me yeah you know what I'm saying? i've seen it with snares literally with snares like i was like what the fuck um and yeah it, it does i mean it does make sense like with drums unless you're like fucking Federico Gatti, aka Energy, Energy, as you say it in Italian. Like the guy's a fucking drummer. He can literally, literally do his own drums. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if he does. Maybe he does some of them. But you know what I mean. Like it's how am I supposed to fucking like? No copyright. <laughs> No, <laughs> copyright. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I got something that sounds like cowbell. Not anymore. <laughs> but anyway, well, you're older, yeah. But you see what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's, it's. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. But it's, I don't know, man. It's, um, yeah, we talked about it before. There's no part in the I think what frustrates me the most is how kind of thin it was. It was like, yeah, it's muted. That's it. Done. You're not. Exactly. You're not having this. Get fucked. Get, Get fucked. Fucking yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, go back. And I'm just like, <laughs> I made this song like two <laughs> hours. <laughs> I made it two hours before I posted it. But How it's it... mine, mummy. I did it. <laughs> How is it copyright when I've only just made it? Dude, that so... would be that would have been a major prank. Like somebody uh, downloading your video. And extracting the MP3, it's just fucking put it, not releasing Don't, it, just putting it on content put, ID. Why the fuck are you putting that out in the world? <laughs> just putting it on the content ID platform, and then they can just fucking get all your work. I'm gonna have to do that myself now. This and this, do yourself, yeah, please do yourself. Um, and this is a good segue to what has been happening last week. <laughs> With a few of our fellow producers getting fucking shadow released by some random dude in the gulag. (laughs) Yeah, that that random dude, Tom, what's his name? Oh, Um, fuck, yeah. (laughs) That was hilarious. That was amazing, man. That was amazing. So I guess to kind of 
s- summarize. Um, yes, please. Both Beatman Noise and Colors in the Dark um, both had their own music re-uploaded to their own artist profiles. No, no, no. It wasn't their music. It was just like the titles, right? Or was it? No, their it music, was actually? it was their own music. Oh, okay, 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 okay. This person had downloaded their music, music. re-uploaded Re-upload. their music onto their own artist page, but kept the credits for themselves. And put what? his name in the fucking... <laughs> the guy was like putting, putting Daniel and Marco as performers with their artist names, and then when he came to compose by, it was him. Old t Rail. Old t So, Thomas. I'm like, how, how stupid? Don't be stupid, yeah. stupid. That... So, what did we... I, I checked yesterday, it's already been taken down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what did this what person think they, they were, were going to achieve? To, exactly with that. Like, oh, nobody's looking. It's just, it's just another release in the hundreds of releases these kids have. I, I don't understand, man. Like, I thought it was like a pretty no. bold move, to be honest. Pretty bold. Yeah, move. It, it takes a lot of balls. Well, I mean, it's got to talk about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I've I've already have uh, one release with his name under plans. It goes out next week. So let's see you what actually, happens. You haven't, have you? <laughs> yes. Are you actually doing that? And I'm saying it here. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I literally just, I, I just, one of his releases was like, I don't know, one track. I think it's like 135 or something. And it's the same track over and over again with different titles. Really? So it, yeah, so it's pretty easy to download that. Yeah. Uh, and then... Um, yeah, and then you just release something. Uh, you make sure. I mean, with with DistroKid, you just make sure you tag the artist. Yeah, you know, they have like a tagging system, like Spotify, whatever that's in. Whatever. So uh, great, but it, it let's, does. Let's see what happens. It does bring an interesting topic to light, I guess, in terms yeah. of. And this is something that I was actually discussing with Daniel and uh, Colors in the Dark, which was having some sort of like, I guess, verification when it comes to and this is what i was saying to him like it it, it's close to impossible for spotify so i guess enforce that you know each of our artist profiles both um at least as far as i'm aware on apple and uh spotify we have unique identifiers yeah what was being suggested was some sort of verification in place to prove that the person uploading to this artist profile is, a, is yeah. that artist or a label or something nah, yeah nah. but my kind of argument back was that that is impossible because let's say you've been releasing with distro kid for the past five years um spotify yeah. is because they they know they, they yeah, yeah um this is actually something that i learned when we started doing label stuff um yeah is regardless of like that each distributor has its own unique identifier as well yeah so um wh- where was i sorry oh yeah so spotify are aware of that but yeah let's say okay yeah, you've been releasing with DistroKid for the past five years and you want yeah. to you um let's say a muse come along and they say oh we'll give you uh five hundred dollars if you move your catalog over to us mm-hmm. that's easy peasy move your catalog start releasing there's no way that Spotify, unless they have a direct conversation with that distributor, 
There's no way that Spotify can verify that you are actually that person that's uploading and transferring those tracks through a different distributor. Unless these distributors work with all of the DSPs to add that extra step. But what I feel would happen is there would then be a period of time where you would have to wait until that verification comes through. Now, there is hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of tracks being released per day. And I don't think we can expect um, DSPs and distributors to verify that each and every single one of those releases is legitimate, whether validated or verified or not. And I think that kind of expecting that is a bit naive um, because, like I said, there's there's millions of tracks probably going out on a, a weekly basis. And for four kind of distributors and DSPs to work together to verify each one of those would be a close to impossible task. And it, it would create incredibly long queues, I would say. I remember at the start of the pandemic, um, so I, when I first started releasing music, I released it for Root Note because oh, I'm a, the sort yeah, I'm the sort of person that if I don't stick to something, I'll kind of I'll just forget about it and won't do it anymore. And I wasn't 100% whether I wanted to stay on this path of creating and releasing music. Rootnote offered their free release thing. At, they take like 20%, 18% of your royalties. And I was like, yeah, no love lost there. I'm not expecting to make millions. What? Yeah. What's 18% of nothing? Nothing. So yeah. I went with Rootnote. At first, before the pandemic, it was fine. I managed to get a track out. It was um, because they have to personally verify your music because yeah. I think they, they're vouching for you, I guess. Um, unlike DistroKid, who you can just fart something out and they're like, great. Um, so yeah. it already took about a week for RootNote to kind of verify that everything was up to scratch. It didn't contain any copyrighted samples. It didn't contain any copyrighted artwork, blah, blah, blah. Then the pandemic happened. I lined up an album. I think it took maybe three to six weeks for them to come back and say, oh, this track has something that we're not 100% sure about. Can you confirm that this is yours? It took another six weeks for me to be like, well, this is where it's from. By that point, my proposed release date was... I'd gone past it. Now, if that's because people are making more music during the pandemic, you know, that's already causing long wait times. Imagine then every single one of those releases having that extra step of being verified that the person that is sending that music to the stores is the person that's behind the actual artist profile. So, yeah, I, I just think while in an ideal world, that would be great. Um, I just don't think that that's physically possible without creating massive backlogs of tracks being weighted because oh okay we need to verify that you're the person that's uploading this track you're you're 100 correct like in a nutshell it's logistically impossible like it, it will create so much churn i mean the solution could be a lot easier than fuck verifying who's what what yeah the, the easiest thing you can implement um some sort of a, um you can have an approval system. So for mm. example, I submit something for release and then the person who is the official artist that something is going to be released under their profile gets a notification. This Is this you? Yeah. However, to set this up programmatically across a platform that has 
so many fucking users and there's so much yeah. shit put, put out yeah it's it's definitely like you said earlier like it's 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 a bit naive to expect spotify or well spotify because there's only spotify there fuck that you know? <laughs> so um it's uh, yeah like and, and then all the other platforms would have to follow suit and stuff that, that's like impossible like half of these streaming platforms they don't even have a proper yeah i don't know artist dashboard well, that, let that's, alone that goes with kind of without saying but at the same time yeah. you're coming at that from someone that scheduled their release so they have time yeah. to get that notification to then say yes that's yeah, yeah. Me. what about yeah. those that just have a track and we're like yeah i'm just gonna put this out or those that have just paid for the very basic of the basic distro kid where you can't schedule release so you just send it and it, it releases it there's going to be well, then no way for you to like like i said verify even, that if, time. even even if there's like if somebody uses like a past date for example if yeah. there's some sort of like a, an approval the moment something appears that is under your artist name you can get like a notification that you can say yes no that's me. yeah okay let it go through don't let it go through but I'm like, I mean, how often does this happen? Yeah, definitely, of course, when it comes to the top 5% of artists out there, yeah. the Drakes, the Rihannas, the Beyonces, the Kendrick Lamars, all these guys. Of course, if I try to put out something on DistroKid and Kendrick Lamar, DistroKid would be like, that's not it. <laughs> it's See, not human. It's but, funny uh, you say that, but that actually happens. There's, there's several times where I've seen a release in my release radar from artists. Um, one I can specifically remember was, um, it was just, I guess, some rapper that had said that his track was him and, and Jaden. Jaden Smith. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. That, that went out. That was on my release radar. Okay. There was another one saying, oh, there's a new album from this band. It was just someone yeah. using the same name. But maybe the, the, then the, the allow me to lab, to to add to say that yeah. maybe the, the times that something can be taken down can be shortened. Yeah, that's true. Like, in, like incredible, like maybe Jaden sees that as like fuck. That's not mine, man. I don't know how Jaden talks like that. Whatever. <laughs> um, but okay, another thing, just to throw another spanner in the works. Oh, compilations. Oh, okay. Yes. So a compilation has let's say you take the last um, spring <clears throat> compilation that you did that had like yeah. 12 to 15 tracks. Yeah. So let's say that comes into place and, and every artist has to say, yes, that's me. You're expecting 12 <laughs> to 15 artists to not delay a compilation because they're clicking. Yes, that's me. STEM was doing that. Actually, every time, how should I say every time when you wanted to release through STEM and you yeah. would add um, all the different artists, every artist had to approve their split right on the publishing end and the performing end so every artist had like to click it twice yeah. and i've had many times where people would just see the performer and it's like yeah okay and then i'll be like yeah. dude there's like two. the other one yeah it's like it's publishing oh what is publishing well that's the thing imagine if dashko did that when they send out the email saying that you're invited to share splits oh, imagine if it was like click to approve First of all, you'd be fucked because you don't do it until like fucking six weeks after the release anyway. <laughs> Dude, I, I had I had people uh, delaying stuff when I was working through STEM because yeah. of that. Or because exactly. they would have they would have skipped the email, they didn't have enough time, they didn't know, like whatnot. They wouldn't speak English, I don't know, whatever. But yeah. So 
not only that's what I'm saying at the, at the end of the day, it's like that's what we are saying that it is logistically impossible because yeah. there's like so many factors, so many factors. Unless, of course, you put out a compilation and just put everything under your artist label name. <laughs> Boom. Though going artist back to the Disney topic, I was very disappointed <laughs> that they created a Disney lo fi artist profile. Yeah, I mean, but this yeah. is like it's it's common practice now. Like, you yeah. see it. Uh, I think the it comes down to how you use it, I guess, now. I don't know. It's it's quite interesting. It's quite interesting. But, uh, yeah, fuck it. I said, I'm not going to say anything about that. It's I, I'll keep it a little secret yeah. until somebody yeah. figures it out. But it is That's, what it is. Yeah. But, yeah, like you said, um, Spotify, people only care about Spotify. Um, what about all of the other DSPs? I mean, have we checked whether those, track, those tracks are still released on Tidal? Not were. really, not really. No, we haven't really checked because because I, 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 again, you will probably have to go through each. Um, I don't know. On on each of these platforms and you ask for it to yeah, yeah. to take in, take them down and stuff. Unless, of course, I mean, in in our case, the with uh, in that particular case, we found out that the distributor is uh, what is it? It's uh, symphony um, symphonic. So, yes, um, so you could technically contact. What, what was it called? Was it called Chill in the City for Beatman uh, Noise? Because it's still on Tidal. There you go. Yeah. There you yeah. go. It's a the fifty-eight track album. <laughs> God, yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, so, it, you can you can take it down from Apple Music and Spotify, I guess, and Deezer, maybe Amazon. Who else? But I, I don't know how. Um, how responsive they are. The, su- the support is on the other platforms. I know that fucking title doesn't give a give a fuck on Twitter. Like you can tag them a thousand times and they still won't respond yeah. to you. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's not an Apple Music for Beatman. But this, I think, this is the most disappointing. It's something that I've said in previous pod- uh, podcasts as well. Yeah. Is that stop just giving a fuck about Spotify and Apple Music. <laughs> Well, this will never fucking happen, you know. Like, yeah, well, but at the same stop, like, stop giving a fuck about Spotify. Like it's like it's Spotify, and nothing else. That's it. Like, oh my god, it's Spotify. But like, even to this very like last week, I put all of our like the play- I have a couple of playlists that I put on uh, Deezer and YouTube as well. Yeah. Even on YouTube, there were some tracks missing. There were some track. There's some tracks missing on Deezer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Why? I mean, from from Deezer, I haven't seen it so bad. I mean, to put it into it's... context, I'm using this. Um, I told you about it. This tool where it automatically synchronizes playlists across different streaming platforms. When it comes to Spotify, it's like a hundred percent success. Oh yeah, of course. Um, with Deezer and Apple Music, uh, is a hundred percent success. When it comes to to Apple Music, there are some misses. I would say maybe one percent off. When it comes to, I mean, don't even ask me what happens to SoundCloud because you can yeah. try, but it brings some random shit. I don't even, ca- I don't even care taking yeah. things out. You know, I just leave it there. Um, but I have like a hundred thirty track playlist, and I synchronize it to SoundCloud, and SoundCloud the playlist there is like fifty four tracks. <laughs> it's like okay, <laughs> but understandably, um, but YouTube is the only to- one that I I've been tempted to just leave. But then I realized that there's some like fucking 15 hour fire crackle 
Dude, yeah, <laughs> there's like, there's some, ra I've seen, I have to admit, in the past five months that I've been using this tool, and let me pull it out because maybe somebody's interested. Which? It's called, oh, yeah, is that? Uh, Soundies. Oh, Soundies. Yeah. I just use to tune my music. Let me, uh, I will just paste the link in the chat for um, all intents and purposes. Tune my music is the best one for me. Soundies. You can sing through it as well. Okay. You can sing through it? You have to pay, but you can sing. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, um, yeah, the only downside with the whole syncing that I found is like, yeah, Apple is more or less of a pretty close system. So they don't, uh, their API does not allow, allow delete and replace. Yeah. You have to create delete a new replace. playlist. Yeah. Well, it doesn't allow replace. You have to, yeah, create a new one. And because of, this weird uh, URL system that we analyzed in the past. Uh, if you delete your yeah. Apple oh, playlist, yeah. it might disappear, it might not disappear, you might lose control over it, who knows? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> After what um, happened with me, I just gave up with Apple Music. My trial ended okay. and I was like, you know what, just fuck off. I really can't be bothered. Okay, okay. Lo well, opening I up iTunes, which takes fucking 15 years to actually do anything. Yeah, yeah, then that's... dragging over a new playlist and then deleting and replace the track. Oh my god! Uh, I was like, it, you know what, this yeah, is yeah. I'm not paying like ten pound a month just to fucking do just this. For that. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's not only that. Like, you don't really have an image of what happens of 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 how engaging your playlist is, yeah. or if it even makes sense. To me, the only. Um, sign that I get is basically if you have the app and I'm pretty sure you saw that too if somebody follows your playlist or your profile you get a notification that says uh, this person added your yeah. playlist into their library whatever and for me I'm quite happy because actually as of late um, I mean I edited all of my um, ads on Facebook to not include Russia not because not only because yeah how should I say? I wouldn't do it because the average, and this is definitely like a kind of worm that I, I don't want to open. Culturally speaking, music-wise, the random average listener is not at fault of what a person in power that uh, does, uh, of what a person in power does. because most of these people, and we saw that, is like they don't really approve of that. Anyway, long story short, um, I had to remove them because Facebook actively removed them. So I was like, I don't need to have this extra content there that's it's deactivated because eventually what Facebook does, and I've noticed it because I had it for a week overlapping, mm -hmm. they still charge you for advertisement in, in Russia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they, they won't like, show them, but they'll Yeah, they'll no, no, they, they won't show them, but you, you keep getting charged, <laughs> which is great. Great. Nice one, Facebook. Or should we say meta? <laughs> because yeah. that's some meta, right? Um, and ever since I flipped it around, um, I basically added more or less the same countries across uh, the set. One of them is Japan, because we're doing really great on Apple Music on Japan when it comes to... Um, organic streams and I think part of that is that the um, lo-fi mixtape podcast is still active on iTunes which I guess the the audience is well, let's say spills over to the actual music which is yeah. great um, so I started getting a lot of followers 
lately from Japan, like people actively Japanese uh, listeners who actively follow uh, the playlist, and it's really great because uh, they just follow most of your playlists. They would just go in there, follow you as a as a as a profile, and then they would just follow three four playlists. Even though you might advertise only one, which is yeah. super great. Um, I don't really I don't read Japanese, but I'm seeing like it's it's the same set of characters that says added you in this library and added this in the yeah. library. So it's like um, it looks like we just had a live update of what's happening with the Beatman's Apple uh, his track that or album that's been uploaded. Let's see, let's see. Apple's uh, down, down, down. Japanese people use Apple. No, Who no, it's the Discord. Uh, it's a Discord. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go. Oh, I heard it beeping on the back. Let's see what's happening. Bitbun, uh, what is this marker saying? Spotify is cool because they removed this fake album, but. <laughs> what? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> have they not removed it? <laughs> oh, God, here we go. I'm going to have to read it myself now, aren't I? Uh, but they just moved it to a new profile with his artist name. <laughs> So someone's hit, wow. It's still out there, <laughs> but in, in a new bit of noise from <laughs> Definitely somebody did so not understand this. So that means there must be another Colors in the Dark album, the uh, artist's name. Oh, God, man. This is like, that's a fucking meme. He did not understand the assignment. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you mean no. <laughs> you think that means what you think it means. Oh, he's just joined. <laughs> <laughs> the man of the hour. Yeah, take it away, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. so you put that's not that that's not my album, but it's my music, and they're like, oh, it's not your album. Okay, we'll just okay. make a new artist. <laughs> I Don't think worry. that's probably what happened. Yeah. Oh, it's another Bitmund noise. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh well, uh, I think yeah. If you want to take it to the next level, is like ideally, I should say, if like some of these tracks, for example, are where released through Dashgo, for example, you could say you can address Dashgo and say, "Hey, uh, a track that is distributed by you, and you have technically the exclusive rights of these tracks or using them commercially, mm -hmm. has reappeared." from that guy so you take it to the distributor level so somebody on dashco would try to contact somebody on route yeah. note and take that down so and they're both in the states so maybe they can subpoena each other or some shit like that and then who knows but well, yeah, i, I mean, think the main the idea behind what he was doing anyway the fact that it's on a new artist profile i guess negates his attempt at trying to cash in on someone else's music well, no, I don't. I don't think this is like. How should I say? This is like um, Spotify dropped the ball here. I'm pretty sure what happens is like um, Marco actually fi filed an infringement report or a DMCA or maybe through the support system you can say that's not me. And then, stupidly enough, Spotify says, "Oh, it's exactly what you said. It's like, oh, that's not you. Then it must be some other bit. Yeah. Noise. So let's just create a new profile with the same shit." But they have one monthly listener. Who who is that? <laughs> It's, it's probably Marco. <laughs> just making sure it's his <laughs> Let's see oh, if the 
Fuck's sake, man. Fuck's sake. I mean, you know what would be a very aha moment? If that Bitmoot Noise artist gets verified and you'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, they have done it with colors as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, but I that think... one has 46 monthly listens. Bro, like, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's it's just the first, it's just the first day, or let's say the first couple of days that maybe it just carries on some of the um, the streams with it. Maybe, maybe. will eventually die out. Um, I would definitely check it again next week by the end of next week to make sure that that's so fucking. Funny, but it's though. it's fucking stupid as fuck. So again, they weren't. They weren't like, oh, that's that's your music. No, no, no. We'll just we'll just put it on a different profile. Yeah, yeah. Don't, no, don't no, worry about don't it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry it's not it. on your profile anymore. Don't worry. We got this on a lockdown, boy. Um, what is it? I I mean, I have this. I have two links for Spotify support. One of them is uh, the classic. Uh, artist.spotify.com contact. Let me just put that shit on the link because I know there's a lot of people who don't really have those links and sometimes people will just ask me and then there's the other one which basically connects directly from your um, artist profile like yeah, content mismatch and uh, this is much more straightforward it's like oh that's me select an artist like what's your problem <laughs> yeah, like, but, but again, I can see that, like, if you say report a problem with your music, it has two options. It says, what kind of a problem do you have? One is like, another artist's music is on my profile. Yeah. So if you click that, of course, you kind of like... a different profile. Exactly. You kind of like give a leeway to, to Spotify to fuck it up. I would just go for the contact us page and say, hey, I'm the manager. I'm, well, I'm the artist. I do this. And I would just describe... Yeah. what's happening like you know artist profile for example or discography and then just go for it so um, it, it is it's definitely a painful process and you don't know how painful it is until you try apples yeah. like that that fucking where is oh, it like i need to find considering it. he's just joined the conversation though we should say to beatman that it is uh, still on your artist profile on title we uh, we just checked <laughs> Well, I don't think Margaret gives a shit about title like every other person with half a brain out there, but it's okay. <laughs> just, just letting you know. Just letting you know. Yeah. Do you know what, though? Uh, this is, this well, goes, um, this just shows how much of a fucking self-centered asshole I am. If everyone starts getting Thomas upload, re-uploads, and I don't, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Bro, I can, it would be super dope. I mean, I, for there was a, a there was a moment yesterday where I thought I should just upload this through Dashco, and that it might end up on an editorial playlist. <laughs> but I was like, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. So, uh, <laughs> well, what he has a title placement. Well, you also no have way. a fifty-three track album on that. That is. <laughs> Music, not you. you definitely increased your chances by 53 <laughs> <laughs> on the most generic fucking oh um oh god oh man yeah but, but if if it starts happening to like everybody and everybody but me 
I'm gonna sit here sulking like a motherfucker. <laughs> well, I said I'm sick of being overlooked at this point. I've what got I overlooked did... at the, the the punk like the emo lo-fi. I've got overlooked for fucking Disney lo-fi. Overlooked for Pepsi lo-fi. Like this is Pepsi. Notice Clearly. somebody fucking notice me. <laughs> I swear to God. Please acknowledge me, please. No, please, I, I'm kidding. Papa I know. Rod. I haven't even received editorial yet, and I've been making music for two years at this point. <laughs> it's getting really hard. Dude. I'm going to be part of the purge. <laughs> I'm going to give well, up. Well, let's just say this. First of all, you clearly don't get the message, do you? <laughs> yeah, just fucking <laughs> <don't> stop. <laughs> clearly don't get it. Secondly, I think there's definitely light at the end of the tunnel for you, because we saw that with um, we saw that with the with the spring compilation. I mean, your your the 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 tree frog is doing really well. That's because I got it on the lo-fi work playlist. <laughs> Dude, no, but it's, it's not just that. It always, it, it got like the, it got the majority of the release radar. Yeah, oh, fair Dude, enough. Dude, and that's like, and that's like super fucking dope. So, what the fuck? See, this like, is you, why I come to do this. You, you, you just stroke my ego. <laughs> I don't want to be stroking anything that has to do with you, you especially me gifts, You're saying how good I am. Oh, well, you're. This. How should I say? You're better than me when it comes to music, so I might as well fucking say Debatable. that. Debatable. No, 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 no. And you don't don't be a fucking modest dick about it. Like, come on. Like, ninety uh, percent of the people that I know that I release music are better than me. Fucking making that shit. So, come on. <laughs> No, I, I, I am only, like, I'm not that <laughs> self-obsessed that I'm not actually this mad. Um, but yes, I am, I'm slowly starting to get the hint, you know, two years making beats and putting it out consistently and getting zero editorial. I get it, like, maybe I should stop. Meanwhile, you got motherfuckers like, like, uh, Eleven and Milano, who he's been, like, fucking inactive for two years releasing one track the first track for 2022 and got landed on a fucking spotify playlist yeah what you think about that fucking twats fucking twats <laughs> fucking cunts and the fucking good thing i'm i'm donating all their earnings to ukraine fucking i'm busy <laughs> and and elijah the alchemist getting editorial not once but twice like come on fuck well this is like from what the the thing that the album you released right no Ah no, okay. Well, maybe I mean I'm uh, sadly I'm busy. He's not on the not on the call. Maybe if you like beg he's, him, he's there. If you beg him enough, maybe he can add you like now belatedly on the performance performers. No. So you can get like you can you can kind of like have like a, a taste of success without the monetary gain. <laughs> Just quickly put my name on the track. Just quickly, put I did it. I can do it. <laughs> and then he just needs to go and fucking show us like it just fucking works. Thank you to all my fans. Yeah. Oh for god. Listening to the musics. That's the thing though. As soon as I start getting some level of success, that's it. I'm 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 gonna be up there with all those other people. Like thanks to my nah, fans. I think this I is, think nah, this is my year. The only thing that probably is gonna happen is probably gonna change the color of your hair just to celebrate some this, this shit means. Like that. This album means so much to me. Yeah. This is the album that I'm releasing next week, um, and the album yeah. the week after that, and the album the week after that. It's like I work and I work so hard, and I work so hard on it, and I work long and hard on this album, and it means so much to me. And um, 
you know, I think more people should just quit their jobs and follow your dreams and uh, make some beats, <laughs> travel the world, I don't know, shit like that. Build a travel lodge, I don't know. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> uh, do you know what, though? Like, speaking of, of buying travel lodges, um, <laughs> no, like... It, this is completely changing the subject, but you know the uh, the, the, the streamer girl Amaranth. Yeah. Oh, she, she yeah. bought a gas station. That's such such a clever investment, dude. This is fucking dope. This is like I think people should do more stuff like that. Like, like buying a when, gas station. Yeah. Is, when you get money, you don't really you think, do. "Oh, I'm going to buy a car. I'm going to buy, uh, you know, a house." Yeah. Buy buy something that's an. Ev- I mean, especially now when the price of fuel has gone through the roof. Like, <laughs> no, like, like you should like. I mean, it, it definitely also combines like property because I mean, it, ideally you can buy a gas station that owns its own property and then just buy the whole thing. Like you can McDonald that shit basically. Yeah, franchise it. That's what she did. She bought the gas station and franchised it out to some company. I don't know which one. Bingo. So definitely buy property, but if you can buy like a, uh, I wouldn't say successful, but a steady income business. I mean, a gas station. Everybody's bitching about fucking fossil fuel and fossil fuel this and my ass. And it's been depleting for like fucking decades now. What the fuck? You know, there's definitely a good hundred years on it. Yeah. Still, I'm going to live my life. I don't give a fuck. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, don't buy expensive cars. Don't buy an expensive house. Buy a water exactly. company. Everyone needs water. Exactly. Sorted. Uh, Set for life. Buy, buy a fucking, uh, what is it? Uh, undertaker's office. People are still dying. Like, dude. Dark, but yeah. Dude, <laughs> undertake Like, it's, it's, it's. <laughs> buy a funeral home. There's, there's always business it's you're never gonna go out of business and you don't really need to like i don't know i mean marketing that shit will be you can write some lo-fi beats to be buried with <laughs> beats to be buried to but two sorry <laughs> lo-fi beats to six feet under two. Oh um, my god pushing yeah. daisies lo-fi Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so why not? I mean, I will. I will never forget that. Um, what was it? No. The, yeah. When when one of my grandmas died, God, God bless her soul. Um, and she, I don't know. The the body was still warm. You know what I mean. And then you have this undertaker guy from the office. I mean, you need to make the arrangements. Sadly, you know. Um, this is how the environment, the nature works. If you leave something out for too long and it's dead, it's probably going to start stinking. So you need to make a decision. And, you know, my poor grandma, she was like on the bed. And then there's the guy there talking money with my mom who yeah. just lost her, her mom. You know, it's like, what, the, like, in, in, what kind of a mental state must you be in? I mean, my mom was not in that mental state to yeah. discuss prices. You know, but anyway, uh, proof, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the proof of concept. Like there's always work. There's always people dying. So by that, I don't know if you can franchise an undertaker's office, but definitely it's going to work. Maybe if you don't want to be that sort of, um, I guess heartless, you could just go and get into the business of headstones. 
<laughs> also that, especially in Greece, where we have a lot of marble, and the marble is uh, perfect for your headstone. <laughs> what are you gonna make it out of wood? <laughs> fucking disintegrate. You need like, marble. You need granite. You know, some really solid rocks. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely, definitely a good business. You want to invest in something? Fuck cryptos, man. Just invest in something that's always going to keep happening. Like, people are always hungry. Even though I would not recommend getting into the restaurant business, it's a fucking cutthroat business. It's a yeah. cutthroat industry. It's insane. The whole culinary crap. But death, I mean, there must be some sort of like Undertaker mafia as well, I would guess. I, I probably, I mean, there seems yeah. to be with every sort of industry. Yeah, I mean, we have it in lo-fi for fuck's sake. It's like the lamest of industries ever. Like, it's not even an, an actual industry. It's like everybody's at home in their mom's fucking basement stroking egos. Yeah. <laughs> so... And here's us being the fucking drama alert of lo-fi. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, I don't... I don't think, well, we're... we're I, I position ourselves in something uh, between, like... Um, I mean, there's always banter. It's honest banter, as we said yeah. from the beginning. And there's like, there's some whistleblowing happening, call-outs, bitching, drama do you, know, do you know what, Jeff? I love rice. I fucking love rice. Rice? Yeah. like Rice business. Oh. <laughs> See, <laughs> I fucking love rice. I mean, this coming from an Asian person's like you know you know the programs like fucking i'm a celebrity and stuff and where they don't like if they, they toss don't, them in some random if they don't get the challenge right or if they don't earn the thingies they all they get is like beans and rice i'd be fucking chill with that I'd, dude yeah i love just give me a bowl of just fucking plain rice and i'm done <laughs> like, i'm so chill i'm just like yeah rice or pasta just fucking yes lo-fi beats to rice too boys <laughs> Rice is so versatile, it can, it can be, yeah, it can fix phones, it can feed you, you can make it, you can make it sloppy and you've got pudding, dessert. Should we do a compilation to feed the world? Lo-fi rice? Lo-fi rice? Lo-fi rice? Lo-fi lice? I, oh, Lo -fi no, lice. don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Lo-fi rice? <laughs> no, I'm gonna. I am gonna quit. I'm gonna quit. You are 16th episode, and you've got us cancelled. <laughs> no, no, no. There's definitely gonna be a few more. Trust me. Um, oh, there she goes again. Oh well, she, it's it's a hard. Maybe because oh. her dad's being a racist. Uh no. I actually have an <laughs> argument about that. <laughs> Like, he says as I'm, he drinks gonna... the uh, red panda <laughs> out of the red panda mug. Exactly. And I'm gonna quote. I'm gonna quote one of my uh, favorite comedians, Yanis Papas, uh, who also happens to be an American Greek. And he said, um, in so much context, that uh, he's not racist because he's Greek, and we Greeks, we are just uh, for us Greeks. There's pro Greeks. And people who are against Greeks, and we just call them barbarians. That's it. So we're not racist. We just call everybody barbarians. That's it. We don't like. Yes. We're not selective. We're not selective. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm going to tip around the topic of culture <laughs> because 
Oh, well, as, as, really as a widespread oh, male. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, rice. <laughs> Fucking love rice. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. Rice business definitely makes sense. I mean, I, I've, I've no clue about the business itself. I definitely like rice as well, and I can definitely see me surviving with it. I mean, it's also like um, part of the whole clean diet kind of stuff, you know, rice and chicken or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Now I'm just hungry. <laughs> Fuck. Just order in, man. Just order in. Oh, no, we're... Heidi's mom's cooking us some food, so I'm pretty solid after this. Alright, okay, okay, cool. I don't know actually what we have. Like, I mean, it must be something. Okay, no. I started thinking about food now as well. Damn, son. Um, yeah, so... But that's when we start talking about today's sponsor, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I mean, that's one amazing thing in fucking UK. You have Chick-fil-A and shit like that. <laughs> we definitely don't. don't. <laughs> no, would you don't? No. But you have the you have Nando's. Nando's. It's, it's a joke yes. because Chick-fil-A is not open on a Sunday. Nando's. You have you have Nando's though. I've I've, yeah. I've heard I've heard so much shit about Nando's. I just want to be in one of the Nando's just to um, figure it's things overrated. out. It's overrated. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Just going for a cheeky Nando's. <laughs> Fuck off! I hate people that fucking say that. So they have started doing well, not deliveries. Che- they work with cheeky Nando's. Mm. Yeah, who not heard that saying? I'm just going for a cheeky Nando's. Or... I don't. I don't live in the UK. That's why maybe. Oh, I suppose Pro. when you left, that Nando's became a thing. It's literally just piri piri chicken. There's nothing fancy about it. Okay, but do they have like some sort of like what is it called? Um, Pocky balls and shit like that, right? No, really. Oh, interesting. I'm actually watching that uh, bad vegan documentary on Netflix. Talks about you know, we're watching that, shit like that F1 thing. Really? Okay. Yeah. I yeah I don't know. Netflix is a bit boring this yeah. this time of the year. But um, <coughs> at least uh, Raised by Wolf season two came out. So I definitely I'm definitely watching that. Have you seen that? No. Oh, you should. Are you? I think you must be a little bit in sci-fi, right? It depends. It has depends, to be like right? decent. Okay, okay. Uh, try it out. Try it out. I, I got, I got pretty much hooked after the third episode on um, season one, uh, "Raised by Wolves." It's like um, um, distant future thing. The year is five thousand, eighteen thousand, something hundreds and factions and whatnot, and cyborgs. But not like crazy shit. Like there's, there's, there's shit. There's, there's, yeah. I mean, just the title is quite interesting. The whole raised by wolves. Because I didn't really pay attention to it. It came into my series radar, and I didn't really. I was like, yeah, whatever. It's probably some random shit like with wolves or whatnot. Like I don't know, nature, fuck yeah. nature, whatever. <laughs> but then I, I actually saw the trailer. It didn't occur to me to actually watch the trailer of the series, and I was like, oh, that shit is dope. So yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yes, yeah, so, um, I'm busy. Is very correct. We uh, we currently don't have free range chicken in the UK. Oh really? Yeah, because of avian flu. Oh shit! You guys get all this fucking pig flu and the cattle flu and the, the cows. Yeah, avian flu has apparently been plaguing it so much so that all of the um, 
So they're having to say that free range eggs aren't free range anymore because all of those hens have had to be kept in a barn. Oh shit! So essentially, the whole of the UK is just turned into fucking battery chicken but, farms. But, but what are they like? Okay, all right. We no, seem I, I, to be having a lot of chicken so- shortages recently. Like, uh, I can remember a couple of years back, KFC had to close because we run out of chicken. That's fucking weird as fuck, right? Like, yeah. you cannot kill a species anymore for you, for you to, and you cannot eat it because, yeah, something happened. It's like, oh, bummer. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, since that whole fucking Brexit debacle, we can't get a lot of food oh, that we used to get. Well, but hey, well, you know, that's a new quite, man. <laughs> nothing quite like Bojo comparing people escaping uh, Ukraine to Brexit. Yeah. Well done, yeah. mate. Good comparison I mean, there. You you might not have chicken, but at least you have your rice. That's not bad, right? I mean, just about. Yeah, yeah. What's a, what's a rice without a chicken, right? Yeah. These two go together. Delicious. I know. <laughs> Stop talking about food, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if if you, there's no much drama I in the law, do not. World, we no. have to talk about random shit all the time. Seeker the Jeff, do not check out Brand New Cherry. There's a scene that has been going viral on TikTok that is apparently the most weirdest thing in the whole Brand world. Brand New Cherry, what the fuck is this? Jeff, Jeff. Um, I think it's something like if you go to episode 30 minutes into episode 4, there is the weirdest, like... What the fuck is this? Is this some series? Brand yeah. new cherry flavor. Oh, Let's just say she starts fingering a wound in her abdomen and gets off on it, and then a baby kitten falls out of the hole. Uh, I mean, I know that. I know that. <laughs> Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> I know. I know Jeff personally. I'm not gonna dox him. <laughs> I know. I know he's into some weird shit, but. Uh... I think you just lost a friend there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fingering wounds and kittens coming out. That's 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 definitely my kind of sci-fi. Yeah. No, no, I'm not watching that shit. I think I think I yeah I think I saw the cover on Netflix. Yeah, and I was like, well, horror, like fuck off. I don't watch horror movies, horror shit. Like it's not my, it's not my jam. Not it's not my uncut jams. It's not my jam. <laughs> no, I, I I'm not a horror watcher either. To be fair, so I did think that the 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 protagonist she looks like uh, what's that amazing human being who she played in Parks and Recreation? No, uh, Audrey Plaza. Oh yeah, she looks like her. And I was like, fuck, is Audrey Plaza? There was like, no. no. Okay. Well, uh, that's Aub- a hard Audrey Aubrey 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 Aubrey. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. No, that's a hard no for me. Uh, my favorite series on Netflix, it's... Kitty Po. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. Wait, is that actually on Netflix? Dude, of course it is, yeah. Shit, is. I know what I'm doing tonight. Dude, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wait until Spotify Unwrapped 2022 comes around. <laughs> It's I really hope be, your top artist is It's going to be Titipo, Dua Lipa. Uh, hmm. No, it's probably, I think those two with a, a, a huge 
difference from number three. Number three would probably be me. All right. Yeah. But it's definitely going to be between, like, it's going to be a close combat between Titipo and Dua Lipa. Going on Dua Lipa, though, there's, um, there's been kind of some developments on that. Yeah, I saw a bunch of thing. videos that actually came out, right? Like, it's, it's, it's not looking good, I have to say. But there's also a lot of questions about the legitimacy of the, the other Scar band. track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not... The, the track in question isn't available on Spotify. There's like a really yes. rough version available on uh, YouTube. YouTube. And it yeah. seems that the only way that you could have got it was physical, I think. Oh. So I don't know... I haven't really looked too much into it, but it's not looking good, obviously. But someone interestingly at the same time when that both the uh, article sound system, whatever they were called, Dua Lipa, have both ripped off um, Rosa Parks by Outcast, And then they put yes. all three of them yeah, side yeah. by side. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, Outcast, Rosa Parks, that and that, they all have the same like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I'm like, shit. <laughs> I mean... I don't know. You can argue with so much shit, but it's like... Do you think we're getting to a point in human history where every single sound and melody has been created? And then, in the end, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, yeah, we just ran down all the possibilities, like all the possible combinations of shit or whatever, and then it, it just happened. Yeah. I think it just happened. That's it. Like I, I told you last time, like I don't think there's there's parthenogenesis anymore. Like that, that's it. Yeah, that's it. it it's 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 because the, there's more and more examples now of artists that have made songs that sound similar, artists that yeah. have used similar chord progressions, similar melodies that yeah. are getting into trouble. And we must now. I mean, what there's there's like seven um, different notes per key. There's I think in total, isn't there like 14 different, excuse me, 14 different notes? There's only so much you can do with 14 notes. Yeah, and you add the amount of people who play the piano on this planet or whatever, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're pretty much, <laughs> yeah, well, we, we pretty much covered all the yeah, exactly. possibilities. Like, it's the, the only difference is that some of these people can release their music online so you hear it or whatever and then you're lucky if you do get the chance to listen to well, this is the thing like, we're, we're entering an era now where accessibility to both listening to music and making music and releasing music has become so simplified that we're gonna get to a point now where we're, we're gonna see more situations oh, yeah. similar to like the Dua Lipa thing where someone's made a song and whether or not it's been released if if they can prove that you know that was made in 2018 and then Dua Lipa released their track in 2020 okay well somehow uh, they've they've found that um and uh, yeah I definitely think we're now we're gonna see more and more and more of that coming out and especially as more underdogs win these um you know win these lawsuits win this, the more yeah, that exactly. people are going to be encouraged to jump to on them. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah i mean i get it it's fair game at the end of the day i mean there, there used to be a time where if the other person was 
Hollywood enough, you would just shut up. Yeah. And we've seen that not only about music, but we've seen that with other movements out there, you know? So well, that's the thing, we've, we've seen that with, 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 I guess, like politics as a whole, like people's exactly. thoughts and opinions can get out there way easier now. You know, exactly. People exactly. Can, can align themselves with certain, um, I guess, right, left, center wings and, and yeah. you know, find people that, that say the same thing. Like, at the same time as well, though, those kind of long-standing <clears throat> conspiracy theories or like mysteries have also kind of vanished because we yeah. don't see people really talking about Bigfoot anymore. When was the <laughs> yeah. last time there's been a news article about something disappearing in the Bermuda Triangle? You know, this is something that I, yeah, back yeah. when I was a kid, like the, the idea yeah. of the Bermuda Triangle freaked the shit out of me. Like, oh my God, if we fly anywhere near that, we're going to disappear. Dude, I was, I was, I was personally, I was fascinated. I have books on, on the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Like, I have like three books about basically reporting of cases and stuff like that. It's more like a journalistic approach to the writing, but I was like fascinated about yeah. that shit. But with the increase of, of technology and, uh, I don't know, satellite photography, I guess, <laughs> or shit like that, being able to predict the weather, um yeah it's definitely it's definitely different it's definitely different i know for me it's like i was talking to a friend of mine yesterday it's like it's just i think the whole the whole world is just going to shit. the yeah. only thing that would literally save us right now save humanity from its self-destructive whatever it's basically a hard reset or a soft reset the hard reset i'm down for that just fucking walk I mean, out the earth <laughs> at the end you know, yeah just fucking like for me it's like i don't know the, it's it's like having a phone and it's bricked you either need you need to hard reset that shit because it's just stuck in the boot loop like it's there's like all this music and all this money and all this this and like there's a lot of a lot you know what i mean yeah but and it's like, whatever but we're also going towards so have you seen the movie idiocracy it's yes. in 2006 yes, yes where the world just becomes increasingly fucking dumb yeah dumb yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting to that yeah yeah we're getting there yeah of course because you know and like that's just like a dumb like it's, it's a stupid movie it's, it's comedy 2006 this will never happen it's fucking yeah. happening it is, it is. <laughs> i mean i mean what was the last time what was the last time you memorized the number other than fucking 911. That's the only number that I have in my head and it's not even related to my country. I know, you know my what I mean? phone number and I know my wife's, but that's about I, it. I, yeah, I know, I know my own phone number and I managed to memorize it after five years of having it. <laughs> Before that, I was like, oh, somebody would, I would go to like a fucking public service and be like, oh, telephone number. I was like, oh, moment bitte. And I would just pull up my phone and go under my own contacts to see the fucking number. Yeah. And some old lady would like, how can you not know your number? Because it's 2018. Yeah. <laughs> it no, like, I, I remember like back in the day before like mobile phones and stuff, like you needed to remember what your friends' phone numbers were. Dude, like there was a time like you would call your friends and their mom would pick up. It's like, oh, Jimmy's not home. Okay. And that was it. But for some reason, you always knew where to find them. Yeah. Or, or you, you'd go out thinking, like, and, and this, <laughs> the idea of just going out and just looking for where someone would be, <laughs> like right now, I'm just like, I, I don't know people well enough for that anymore. 
Yeah. But back when you were a kid, you were like, okay, so they're going to be at the park. They might be in that random field we found the other day. Oh, I remember that we played in this one tree in the middle of a, exactly. a park somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's like... With their Snapchats and their... <laughs> and their dick pics. <laughs> their voice messages. <laughs> and their disappearing dick pics. Do you know what, though? Since mentioning, like, younger people and their voice memos that they send through i've received so many more and i hate it i hate it so much and the voice <laughs> like i get it it's yeah. easier to just if you're if you're trying to explain it, something really if, long but yeah. i will type it out i will inconvenience myself to type it out dude i used to i used to listen i have like i have a lot of uh a lot of stuff to share but it's like the what i mean i'm i've used voice memos like before or whatever like if i wanted to i was if i couldn't type you know i'm on a bike or i'm driving or whatever yeah and like some text comes through and my smart car reads it to me you know like oh, it says then then do Google you want says, to respond do you want to reply <laughs> and i'm like yes <laughs> what's your response response and then you just say it it's great um but it types it. But sometimes I would just pick it up and just record it and just yeah. send it. And then I met my wife. <laughs> and then she would go into this fucking long vocal uh, essays. And, and I was like, that's fucking weird. And then I realized that her friends, they would send her like, dude, WhatsApp sends unlimited. Yeah. It's unlimited time. Uh, you know, uh, Instagram, Facebook is like one minute is enough with your fucking bullshit. Just keep it short. No, like WhatsApp is like the same thing. But yeah, WhatsApp is like we're both. Like, um, we both come of that era where if we're gonna do something like that, like yeah. if Hayley's gonna send her friend a, a reply to a voice message, yeah, it will just be this whole like I'm going to do this now. Shut her, like shut herself in in the bedroom, and we'll do that. Mm. Exactly, like, yeah, yeah. and I'm the same. Like, if I have to make a phone call, I'll walk to the no. furthest room of the house so nobody can hear me, and shut the door, <sighs> and I'll make the phone call. If you know, sometimes where I've sent those <laughs> dumb voice messages to you, I'll come in here and kind of lean into the corner of the room, and then and I'll, I'll, I'll be like, I'm like, I'll send it to you, like, I've had jams, and then I'll send it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I get it. It's fine. Like, especially if you, I mean, I get it if you haven't seen somebody for a while, whatever. The other side is like, I used to do that. Uh, I used to send a lot of voice messages on, on Facebook because at some point I just got used to it to uh, a really good friend of mine uh, in Greece. Um, and he would always feel awkward doing it. Yeah. Like listening to my messages. Oh, 100%. Like, like he would be like, "Oh, can you just text me?" Like it feels weird when I'm like, "Fuck you, old man." Whatever. I said, to him, "Like it, it's very practical for me to, whatnot." Then he got a problem with his back. He has a chronic issue with his back or whatever. So, but that one really fucked him up. Like he had to like lay in a specific uh, angle on the side of on his side on the bed, and he would just pull his iPad and all his like shit so he could just type with one hand. Anyway, it is like <laughs> he started exploring <clears throat> the world of invoice of voice memos. 
<laughs> and ever since then, like I'll be like, "What's up, man?" Like, and he would just like just record twenty minutes of shit on Messenger. It's like boom, boom, boom. I was like, "What the fuck?" What the fuck? Yeah, I can't. I can't do that. Like if I receive a voice message, I'll either have to like run and grab headphones, or I'll have to like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, warn anyone yeah, yeah, that I'm there. Like, I know, I I'm going to listen to a voice message now. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's super dope. Like especially with him, I, I enjoy it. But it's like I just defaulted to the my previous state, which is like yeah. just texting. Um, but I'm still yeah, very I mean, much there. It gets shit done. I mean, voice memos are very good for sampling shit and making tracks out of a fucking beat stick, beat drum, or you know. That drumstick falling on the floor. Voice memos for. Yes. I never listen back to. (laughs) Make a song out of that. Or that. There you go, everyone. If if you listen to the podcast, you've got a free sample pack. Yes, guys. This is the Pueblo Vista Lo-Fi Competition. So record this sample and make a song. And if you make a song in two weeks, you uh, win a, a giveaway from me. My keyboard. <laughs> no. Just just follow my account and, and uh, Aaron's account and tag us and leave a comment and tag three of your friends. That This is not actually and, a thing. And, and buy some merch. This is not going to be. We don't have merch. Oh, yeah, true. Buy some Lo-Fi Girl merch no, and send us the receipt. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> we need to support. We need to support other brands. You know, we need to Definitely be supportive. Not. I do not want to do that. Uh, I did actually. Speaking of support, I did actually go into the Lofa Hip Hop subreddit in case, like you know, maybe just find some dirt or something. But there, there wasn't anything juicy there. Sadly, there was a post from five years ago that said, "Do you feel like you sound like you sound like everybody else in this?" <laughs> No, that, that's yeah. like going back to this whole like lo-fi purge thing though, just to kind of yeah. touch on it. Like th- this year more than anything, though I know we're only in March, but this year more than anything I've seen more people saying things Bye-bye. are changing. Yeah. Well, as you saw, I got that random email from a newsletter <laughs> I apparently signed up to sure. exactly. saying exactly. that they are quitting lo-fi. Um, you know, the bootleg like, boys posting about how things are kind of moving on from what they are at the minute. And yeah, it's, it's interesting to see. Though I, I yeah. have been informed that every year there seems to be a kind of dropout of people, but I kind of think this year might be more than more than usual. I think this year there's going to be more than usual dropouts and they're going to be more permanent dropouts as well. Because it the, the way, how should I say, the way that the actual genre is saturated by the sheer amount of music or tracks that are put out there, the same way the whole, the whole dropout number is going to be saturated. I mean, these yeah. things go hand in hand, like it, it's the same issue. And then sadly, yeah, uh, we hate to see you go, but it is for the- hate to see you go, it, but it, we it, love to watch you leave. <laughs> <laughs> But it is for the better. At the end of the day, it is for the better. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta thin the herd somehow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's. I think I mentioned this to you like a long while ago that um, we talked about it. That the same thing happened to uh, vaporwave a few years back. Mm. Like there was this like wave of vapor vaporwave shit. A wave of vaporwave yeah uh, happening and people producing and stuff and you would see all this nice uh, 
Greek statues with the retro 80s neon shit happening. And then everybody started doing that. And then it just got, it blew up. I mean, it did not, in terms of commercialization, it did not reach the major labels or Disney for that matter. That's why part of the whole purpose is- Because of as a genre, it's, it's kind of making the most of that 80s aesthetic. Yeah. No, it's, I think we discussed about it in a previous podcast. It's like what's happening now with lo-fi uh, as a genre is, a, is a unprecedented. So it hasn't happened with any other genre, to that extent at least. Um, not, not just with other genres, it happened in the sense of like having a few artists blowing up, having yeah. like artists like really becoming super famous. Like with this, it's not the artists that get famous. It's like it's, 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 there's more and more artists being involved. You know what I mean? And sadly, as, as harsh as my sound, somebody's saying I quit, I'm pretty sure there's another hundred kids ready to fill out your shoes. Sadly. So it's like, uh, I, I think the, the lo-fi instrumental hip-hop artists that really, I don't know, set the tone or made a difference, you can count them in two hands. Yeah, say it's this and this and this person. Um, I think I it I might be less of a purge and more of a a swing up. back to a different style that that a lot of these newer artists aren't necessarily either familiar with or mm. don't have the ability to create. Um, yeah, you know, I very much went from. Um, you know, building up tracks from like chord progressions and adding instrumentals on top of that to mostly this year exploring, you know, how, how to chop samples. And it was very daunting thinking, okay, where do, where do people get these samples from? Like I can look yeah, at splice yeah. and see that there's a, a nice, uh, like four bar chord progression, but then trying to chop something that's already sparse as it is, it was quite yeah. difficult. So yeah. it was then, finding a lot of these little resources online because I don't go to a, my local record shop at the minute. Um, yeah, the, the, it's it's hard. And, and even then, the kind of YouTube crate digging, as it's called, the channels that, that do the, like, that upload the old, like, jazz and funk and stuff, they're really um, kind of kept under wraps as well. It's... The art of chopping samples, it's pretty difficult yeah. to, to master and to learn. Like it might sound easy. I mean, you can chop a sample, say it starts, it ends, like it loops, boom. That's not chopping up a sample. This is basically cutting a piece of music and looping it. Yeah. Everybody can do that. Like my fucking dick can do that with his hands tied behind his back. So. Like your dick has hands. Oh shit, did that came out? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, and I actually, uh, I actually saw a pretty good documentary the other day. Where was it? Um, uh, bingo. How Eric Prides stole Call On Me, but someone else stole it first. It was, it was posted, um, three weeks ago. It's a really small channel. It's like, it's got like 20,000 followers. I'm going to put the, the URL in the chat. Uh, you should definitely try it out. Like it's and it's, it it also explores the background of um, 
uh, I, I I could never pronounce her name. Thomas Bangladesh, but whatever. It's French. It's it's one of the two uh, Daft Punks. It's the Daft. I don't know if it's Daft or it's Punk, but it's one of two. Um, when he was like doing the DJ sets with DJ Falcon. DJ Falcon was like really big in the French scene and he was like the major chopper. So the whole, I found out where the original sample came from. The Colony Valerie, it's, it's a song. Like yeah. from some random, it's like, fuck. So the way it was chopped, the Colony Call Me, like these two different uh, short and long versions of it. Anyway, pretty creative. And, and I was like, fuck, that's like pretty dope. I mean, if yeah. you're into this whole like French, <clears throat> high-pitched filtered house i mean i was a lot back then um so yeah, that's chopping samples and you can definitely do that with splice even like you can get this like nice four bar super duper amazing sample and then if you're a little bit creative yeah it's a tedious work it's a tedious job it's mm -hmm. fucking messy but you can do so much good shit with it and then somebody, and you can say that, how should I say, you can then argue the whole being transformative, have, do, something that is being, a, a piece of work that is transformative in nature and it yeah. enhances the market and blah, blah, blah. So if somebody calls copyrights on you, uh, you can just say uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Stevie Imagine Winter if it was that Valerie. easy. Yeah. yeah. No, the original track is from Stevie Winwood, Valerie. Right. But yeah, um, that's definitely what the, what I'm seeing. A more kind of swing back towards that old kind of chopping up samples and creating more of a, a unique sound through that. Um, I've, I've found it hit or miss trying to create stuff like that. Um, you know, sometimes I'll listen to a track that I think would make for a really good, like, couple of chops and I'll go to do it and I'll like, no, this is not good at all. Uh, but yeah, that, that's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, nah, I don't know. There's like, there's like so much stuff like I think you can do. And, and something that I do not see yet, and that's pretty deep as well, that I do not see yet in lo-fi, we've seen um, some sort of like evolutions of lo-fi. You saw the sleepy stuff. Yeah. You saw the late night study stuff. You know your your cowgirls and your sleep tales and whatever. Um, but there's not really what I haven't seen yet is sound design. I, I'm not even doing it myself because I'm basic as fuck. I, I try every now and then, but sound designing, which is part of the whole chopping up, like. Inc I, I don't know how I should explain it. So, I mean, Google is your friend, fuck off. So, um, including like a chipping bird sample, but in a specific moment to enhance that specific yeah. time and whatever. So, yeah. The simple answer to that is nobody has time to do that or nobody wants to dedicate the time to do that. That's, exactly. I think that's exactly. the problem with, with bringing in Though to be fair, if you if you look at the count, he does a fantastic job of of blending different sounds to to fill out. You know, it's not just necessarily a drum; it's layered different like perks and stuff on top of that to to create a very different sound. Um, but I feel like 
and again, going back to stuff that we've addressed before, the urgency to keep your artist profiles fresh and to keep those monthly listeners up, yeah. a lot of artists don't want to spend the time building yeah. or yeah. working on one thing. That I, I I feel like they are more happy just to to line up a couple of drums, to line up yeah, yeah, yeah. some key, whatever. Um, and, and the most work comes from chopping a sample. And yeah, that it works. It does work. I'm not saying yeah, well, it doesn't it, work. It's, it's, sadly, it's sadly like the, uh, the and it, we talked about this in the past, like it's the nature of the industry. Like, you know, they just keep pushing you to make more and more and more yeah. and more. But at the end, what people don't understand is like, if you can, you can make your stand and say, no, fuck it, I'll just do this. I'm currently trying to. Re- I'm currently releasing one piece of content per month, personally, as Pueblo Vista. Whether it's like a, a four-track EP or a collab. Yeah. I mean, my next my next two releases, late uh, end of March and end of April, are two collab tracks with uh, Lo-Fi Tigers. I aside from the the track on the compilation that you got you released um, oh, yeah. earlier this month, I've not released anything since January. Yeah, I'm I'm working it's, on shit now. <laughs> exactly, something's cooking. Like, but this is really like what's cooking in it. And we basically do what we preach. You know, like we're focusing on on that piece of content that we put out. I mean, I would be a total dick if I started posting it every other week, that, that same fucking track. I've been a little bit off the Instagram train lately because, yeah, life and work. Um, oh, and oh, dude, I, I did not say this to you. Yeah, um, uh, Melina got, uh, was positive for Corona two days ago. Oh, shit. Like, she did um, this sort of like lollipop test for kids where they just like suck it or whatever, and it came out positive. Both me and Verena were um, negative. Yeah. Today, no, last night I started feeling this weird sensation when you think like it's a running nose, but it happens in the back of your neck, like behind yeah. like that, that when the, the nostrils or whatever is it like, ah, I'm getting that shit. And today I woke up and it was a little bit worse. Oh, no. Like now even, you know, every time I swallow, I kind of like feel like whatnot. Hey, so, but... I did a, I did a, um, this home PCR, uh, no, this, yeah, the self-test again this morning, and Verena did as well. We're still play, on the clear, so. But by the way the infections go, you probably won't be getting it for another week anyway. Yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's fucking, fucking insane. So we're thinking this is what probably, kind of always confused me about when people were, especially around Christmas, because um, similar to you, I had a, a bit of a scare. I was like, oh shit, this feels like it could be something. And because everyone was so desperately grabbing those tests to to make sure they can go and visit their family at Christmas, like I, we couldn't get them, and I had to to order one like three days before Christmas. I was like, "This shit isn't gonna get here." Luckily, I was fine. But um, but yeah, people was just buying them to prove that they were negative or whatever. And it's like, yes, but if you have it, it's not gonna take. It's gonna take like a week, a week or two mm-hmm. before yeah, it actually yeah. comes up anyway. So. I don't know, I think it's 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 pretty evident now that the virus kind of like uh, has weakened or let's say this yeah. last strains were not as uh, deadly. Uh, 
uh, highly infective, of course, infectious, of course. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, at the other end, like I'm, I'm also like thinking that it could be like maybe like the tests are just fucked. Like maybe a batch of tests are just shit, and they don't really produce solid results. You just panicking now, aren't you? No, 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 dude, I'm, I'm not. I, I even, I even joked a lot about it. Uh, really hard with with my wife because <laughs> she'd be fucking every time it's like somebody would she's like oh we need to do a test what do you think we should do a test do you think we should um uh we should vaccine uh melina because because there's no vac like vaccines yeah. for uh, under five years old or something but there are some doctors who are doing it uh, and i'm like what the fuck is like <laughs> it's like a secret vaccination black market ring <laughs> Well, anyway, um, so she would get freaked out and stuff like that. And I was like, at least you, know, you should do them now here because it's free. For example, back in Greece, you have to pay for each test. So right. for free. Yeah, I think and, we've got to pay and, from here now as well. Uh, and I always joked with her. I said, you're the most tested person in fucking Austria. <laughs> like she would just test like a thousand times a day. She was like, oh, go get your fucking free test from the pharmacy because you just show up your health card and they give you like five tests or some shit like that. Um, so I joke, I joke so hard that she was like, oh, Melina, as she comes in with uh, the positive test, is like, what are we going to do now? I'm like, to the incinerator. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> or it's like, she like, call the cops. <laughs> let's, let's just, <laughs> I don't know. And today, you know, she, she had a fever for a couple of days. She was, she's, she's better now. I mean, you know that she's better because the crying intensified, like the bitching bitch crying <laughs> uh so uh, i was like yeah we need to get the kid out of the house a little bit you know to do something and she was like yeah but don't go to the big big um, um play area like, sleep, uh, sleep in the garden yeah just go just go down because we're happy lucky enough that our complex has its own uh, playground like a very small playground yeah she's like just go to that playground don't go to the big playground I was like, it's not that we're gonna go there and Melina's gonna start licking fucking poles or shit like that or like kissing kids. I mean, come on, <laughs> for fuck's sake. It's like, but I don't want to be that person that's gonna give the I'm like. I'm like, you do know that the virus does not survive. You know, it, it comes out of your mouth. It has like maybe a couple of meters and then it just falls and then that's it. Like it's you know. We we can said, either confirm or deny the the accuracy of this. <laughs> Let, let's not get in we're, we're already being compared to Joe Rogan with the, the time that the podcast is let's not start saying shit about fucking COVID to all well. these haters what I gotta say is go fuck yourself <laughs> if somebody does I mean two hours is nothing like fucking Joe Rogan does two hours just he has people there before the podcast. Like he does two hours of talking before the actual podcast is recorded. So I think on the average, if you go to Joe Rogan's studio, you spend like a fucking full day there. Easy. So. Oh. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Are we already? Oh my God. It's like six minutes past the two hour mark. Yeah, man. Okay. I, I'm, I'm itching. I need to leave. No, I'm joking. No, you just need to eat. I know. No, yeah, we've got, we have. We... <laughs> I mean, at this point, I can't even argue. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no. What you? So, what do you have for dinner? Roast dinner. Nice roast dinner. Roast. It's a Sunday roast. <laughs> it's a Sunday roast. <laughs> exactly. 
That's so fitting. That's so great. Okay, cool. Uh, And on that note, thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, It's been great. It's pretty chill episode today. Nothing too crazy. No much. I think for the one for the first time, nothing really (laughs) dramatic has happened within the within the scene that. Yeah. Requires comment. You know, you know what happened. I think finally, after fifteen episodes, people started listening. So now, like, it's gonna be really hard to find faults. Damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, if you have any uh, hot goss or any tea you want to share, you can uh, DM me or Aaron. <laughs> we send will it. investigate. <laughs> send it via. Um, the lo-fi police is here. Don't worry yeah. about it. Send send cool. it via stamp addressed envelope to go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>